Hi guys, welcome back to the pod. Today, I thought that we could go through some of the emails that you guys send in. And I want you to know how much I appreciate all the emails, but I always feel like, you know, on the live show, I like to do the calls and, and whatnot, but I still read all of the emails and I save them for, for episodes like this. I want to do more mailbag episodes because I think that they're fun and interesting. And you guys, I love everything you say and all the questions. And so I, I've got a mixed bag here, if you will. Um, so let's go through them. Guys, I woke up on the wrong side of bed. It's going to be fine. I'm going to give good advice still everything in the mailbag. But uh, I just, you know, when you are in bed, I'll tell you why, because it's a, it's a learning point. Oh, classic. She's got a fucking learning point. I wonder if I will ever be able to get a fucking sentence out without saying, and here's a mantra for what I just said. Probably not. But anyway, I digress. I got up in good time to record this morning. I got up with an hour and a half to go. And my plan was I was going to make a coffee. I was going to do my little morning routine and I was going to get my ass on the treadmill for a rich mom walk. What did I do instead? I laid in bed. I laid in bed and I scrolled on Instagram like a dumb bitch for hours and hours, not hours and hours, an hour and a half to be correct. Uh, and then I just like putzed around my house. And then I was like, okay, you know what, Tinks? You, you fucked up the beginning of your morning, but it's okay. You can walk to get a coffee or a chai latte and that will put you in a good mood because daddy Huberman says we got to get outside and I had time and I'm the one who preaches non-negotiables. I'm the one who preaches rich mom walks. And what did my stupid ass do? I walked to my fridge. I didn't even walk. I shuffled to my fridge. I didn't even put my contact lenses in, which shows, let the record show, let the jury see that I didn't even have intention to leave the house because I didn't have my fucking contact lenses in. I ate weird shit in my fridge, okay? Do you ever do that? You ever just wake up, you go to your fridge, and you're like, yeah, I'm going to eat half an egg roll right now because it's in my fridge and I feel like it. And look, part of me is like, that's the that's your prerogative as being an adult or semi an adult. You can eat whatever you want in the morning. You can sometimes just take out a fucking fork and hack at a pint of mint chip at 7 a.m. because that's what you feel like. But part of me is like, God fucking damn it, Tinks. Your mental stability is hanging on by a thread right now. And now you spent the morning eating leftovers and not walking and making your own coffee. This coffee tastes like ass. I don't know why I made it. I'm fucking sad. I'm about to throw my fucking coffee machine in my fucking pool, which by the way is filled with raccoon poop because I have a, a giant Tyrannosaurus raccoon um, who lives in my yard. So yeah. In fact, I'm kind of scared because I, I actually have the doors open right now and I'm thinking like, would he come in? Because someone told me that he's rabid if he comes out in the daylight. You know what? I, I'm going to shut my doors. Hold on. No raccoon will be coming in my house. I don't find raccoons cute at all. And if you have any uh, ways to get rid of them, tell me because I don't, I don't like that. I, it makes me feel uneasy to stare out of my bathroom window and see this huge chubby trash panda, like looking at me menacingly, like I'm going to eat your cats. My cats are ballistic when the raccoon comes by. They feel we are close to death. They, it's like me with AI, like for them, raccoons is like AI for me. Like they, it's all they can think about. It's all they can talk about. They are completely transfixed, making all these weird noises, crying, running around in circles, 
Miso's like losing his mind. Viche's like peeing herself. Like it's, it's a lot. So I just need this raccoon to leave us alone. Like I'm a single mother. Okay. I'm a single mother of two small cats. Okay. Well, you know, Miso's not really small, but you get the picture and I need him to step off. Otherwise I'm going to fight him. Not me personally, but like with Terminex power. I called Terminex. I left that my guy a message and I said, I got a big one for you because, you know, I refer to my house as the zoo because we had the termites and then we had like the rat problem. I'm making my house sound really, really appealing, aren't I? Um, and we had an ant problem. So it really is a full blown menagerie at this point. And you know what? Why not add a T-Rex raccoon to the mix? Okay. The, my producers are looking at me like, come on, just wrap it up wrap it up. All right. Let's get to the mailbag. I will say though, I will say for me personally, I feel better because I ranted it out. And if you're having a bad morning, you woke up on the wrong side of the bed. You didn't do your rich mom walk either. Your coffee tastes like piss. Have a little rant, take out your phone, give a voice note to a friend, but you have to make it funny. Otherwise you're the whiny friend. Okay. You know, you know how I say no complaining, don't complain, don't explain. But if you want to have a little rant to your friend, make it good, make it funny, make a little, little bit. I always pretend that I'm being filmed for, oh, this is how you know I'm a narcissist. I always pretend that I'm being filmed like mini clips for um, the trailer of like a Netflix special that I'm going to do. And I pretend that they're bits and it's like flash, flash, flash. And it's coming up. It's like coming to Netflix on June 4th or whatever. So um, I do believe in the art of the rant, but it has to be funny. So this person is New York City at 34. His fashion sense is turning me off. This is going to be a good one. I can tell. I just started seeing a guy who is by all accounts lovely. He's smart and fun and present. He asks questions and pretty importantly, he knows what he wants and is looking for a partner, which after the last guy I was seeing realized he was still in love with his ex feels fucking crucial. Yes. I'm really turned off by his personal style. He dresses like a Midwestern dad. <laughs> I can't even call it personal style because it's basically the way guys dress in an attempt to not be naked. That's very funny. The clothing is really driving me nuts. Running sneakers on dates, hiking zip off pants at a museum. It's all very Colorado and not making my fanny flutter. Thoughts on how to approach this. Okay. <clears throat> I get it because I have very sensitive ick reflex too. You know, some people talk about gag reflex. I actually have, you know, my gag reflex is pretty good, but my ick reflex, I, a guy is wearing a weird polo one time. I'm like, I, I, and look, if that's, if that's bad, take me away, call the sheriff, cuff me and take me to jail because that's who I am, baby. I have a very sensitive ick reflex, so I get it. However, I I'm going to tell you a story. I'm going to try to keep it vague because these people are kind of, they're not in my orbit, but they're in like a secondary orbit. Okay. Um, when I was in, when I was in San Francisco, I was kind of casually seeing this guy and he was amazing. We got along. Um, he was at a great job, whatever he was just no clickage. So it was like, but one of the things that bothered me is like kind of how he dressed, but that wasn't why we broke up. It's, we broke up because I was started seeing someone else who I went on to date. But soon after, but I still kind of had like a thing for him. I was still like always kind of keep, you know, when you keep tabs on someone, whatever. Soon after this girl who I stalked religiously, I was obsessed with her. I thought she was so beautiful, so cool, so chic, elegant, all this stuff. Soon after this girl starts to date him. And I was like, no fucking way. I was like, no fucking way would she be seen in public with a guy who wears like, you know, weird outfits or whatever. Let me tell you something. She married this guy. She transformed him. Her Instagram, her life 
looks like a fucking Martha Stewart catalog because that's her aesthetic. If you want to change a guy's outfits, but everything else is great, that's fine. You can totally, totally change it. And I think it's doable. And I think you just have to date him for a little bit longer because you said, I just started seeing this guy. Um, And then you can be like, let's go shopping. Like, let's do it. I want to pick some stuff out for you. Guys think that's hot or whatever your way of saying it is. You can be like, I love this outfit. Like, would you ever wear something like that? Guys want, well, really they want a mommy. That's an episode for another time when I'm feeling less angry, but guys want a mommy to tell them what to do. And you can shape that shit. Men are like clay. Okay. They're like a, a, a lump of wet clay waiting to be molded. And that's your job, baby. You can totally do that. I would say, let's go to Soho because you live in New York and let's, let's go shopping. It would be so fun. Like I'm really into this stuff. Like, you know, you should get some new sweaters. And then once he gets the new sweater, like even if you start small, even if it's literally just like a sweater and you like it a lot, every time he wears it, you're like, oh my God, oh my fucking God, you look amazing. You look so sexy. I want to rip that sweater off you. And then he's like, wait, okay, I look good. I look good. And then you keep going. Then you get him a new pair of shoes. Okay. Then you're like, I need new sneakers. Let's go together. Pick them out, slap him on his feet. And then all of a sudden he has good sneakers. And then you're like, oh my God, those shoes make you look like fucking Jason Statham. Oh my God. It's, it's a plan. Okay. Hang on to him. Uh, but yeah, I get you. Okay. Someone from Rhode Island, 27, Mary fuck kill. I love that. Hey Tinks. So a few of my friends, so a few of my friends and myself are very, very big fans of yours. We are currently on a group chat that is dominated by some very random Mary fuck kill. So wanted your take on a few of her most recent ones and feel free to skip any love you. Okay. So the, we're doing Mary fuck kill. This is a really fun question and I appreciate you sending this in. Jax, Tom Sandoval and Tom Schwartz. I choose death. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be mean, but I, I just choose death. Um, Wendy's McDonald's or Taco Bell. Ooh, this is a good one. This is a really good one. I would say fuck Taco Bell because if you married it, you would just you would just feel horrible all the time. I'm honestly gonna say this this is tough. I love Wendy's. I don't eat it that much, but I and I don't know why, but I feel like the meat is higher quality at Wendy's. Am I wrong? I don't know. I feel like I'm right. I think they have great fries and I love Frosties. Fuck it. I'm going rogue. Marry Wendy's. Fuck Taco Bell, kill McDonald's, which is crazy because I love McDonald's fries. But I mean, if I have to be with them for the rest of their, their life, like I want to be with Wendy's, you know, um, Beverly Hill, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, New York or New Jersey, New Jersey. Oof, I'd say Mary Beverly Hills, fuck New York and no New Jersey, I guess. Tough because I watch all of them. Ketchup, mayo and hot sauce. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Take my eyes, but not the hot sauce. Um, I would honestly probably, I would obviously marry hot sauce. And then I would fuck mayo and kill ketchup because hot sauce is, you know, it's a, it, you can have a thicker red hot sauce that kind of would, cosplay ketchup if if in dire need and mayo i mean look I, i'm a white sauce girly i need it i need it. to live without aioli is to not be alive girls sex and city and euphoria easy marry sex and city fuck girls and kill euphoria i i like euphoria i don't 
I don't think anyone has any like deep attachment to any of the characters. And it, and it also makes me feel like I'm on bad drugs in a fun way, but still. So yeah, that's my answer. Miami and New York or LA. I think I'm going to marry New York. Fuck. I'm going to marry New York. Fuck Miami. Okay. That was a really fun one. Thanks for writing in. Thanks for being fun. Honestly, I, I love all the questions, but when someone does like a silly one or a silly call in, or it's like lighthearted, it really makes my day you guys. So thank you. Florida 27 newly single, but met someone great. Okay. That sounds great. What's going on? I am fresh off a six year relationship, ready to get out there and have some fun. However, the first guy I met me 29 years old, he's ready to settle down. And I'm very into everything about him. What I I'm looking for he has he here's my dilemma I fear that jumping into something no matter how right it feels is depriving myself of some single time but risking leaving him just for some fun also frightens me help so I think that like when we try to over engineer our lives it never really works like whenever we're like I'm gonna be single we meet someone and whenever we're like I want a boyfriend like we can't find anyone we plan and God laughs baby and I love that about life so Here's what I want you to do. I want you to proceed with this guy because it is so rare to find a good connection with someone. It is so, so, so rare. And sometimes it happens that it hits right after a long relationship and you can't, you can't like, if, if there's no problems with him, you can't just like push that aside because you just feel like this wasn't the right era. Like if you start dating him and then in two, three months in, you're like, this isn't right. I'm bored. Like I'm, I'm jonesing to go out and like be with random guys and be with my friends or whatever, then break up with him. Then you're not doing anything wrong right now. You're into him. So right now you should date him. Do not future trip. You also don't know what's going to happen. Like you're acting like this is a done deal. And at the end of the day, you don't, right. You have no idea. You could date him for two months and then he could reveal that he's been collecting American girl dolls for his whole life. And you could be like, well, fuck, I need to dump you right now. You don't know. So enjoy now because the connection is so rare. My problem really is that I, sorry, I had to make it about me again. Um, we just like the, the worst part about getting older is not wrinkles. It's not like saying a, a bigger number. There's really nothing wrong with getting older for me apart from I fancy less and less people. And, and I think that's just like knowing yourself more or like becoming, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but like, I, I remember a time when I would go to a party when I was like 24, 25 and I would walk in and I would see like 10 guys that I would kiss that night. Like I would be like, yeah, I'd kiss that guy. I would kiss that guy. Now I'm fucking Indiana Jones out here looking for someone who makes my fanny flutter. Like truly you guys. And I, I don't know if it's because I've been busy with work or whatever, but I'm just like, oh, I don't have any crushes right now. And I'm just like, so my point is firstly, if you find someone that you have a connection with, go for it. And secondly, don't future trip stay in the present because your present sounds pretty great. This person is in Austin, 31, HBOT getting ready to pop the question. Oh, oh my God, it's from a guy. My girlfriend is a huge fan of yours. I have noticed ever since she began to engage in your content, she is often quoting your mantras to me, her friends, the Amazon delivery guy, anyone. This doesn't bother me. In fact, the opposite. I love it. Knowing that your content makes my girlfriend so happy and provides her with confidence brings me joy. So much so that I began to follow you too. Okay. So now onto my question, I'm getting ready to pop the question and have a million ideas, but I wanted to hear any thoughts you have on engagements. Do you have a dream scenario for yourself? Have you had 
friends propose in special ways. Any cliches to avoid in your mind, anything you can share on engagements in general would really help as I continue to rack my brains on how I want to do this. You guys, I love this HBOT so much. That is so sweet. I, you know what, HBOT, every girl is so different. And so I think that you should talk to her best friend because her best friend will know what she wants. Some girls like a photographer hiding in the bushes and they want to have be wearing white and they want to be wearing a manicure and they want to be like have a, a party with their family and friends after. Some girls want to do it on a hike, you know, alone or some girls want to go on a trip or a special day like an anniversary or something. So I would really talk to her friend because her friend will know about the ring and her friend will know about like what she thinks is a great engagement me personally if slash when I get engaged I want to be like in private just me and the person preferably like wearing no makeup and sweatpants and like I don't know just something like it's still I want it to be a surprise but I want it to be like very 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 private um but every girl is different a lot of my friends have like multiple photographers and they did photo shoots and they, that was very special to them that all their family and friends were there afterwards to celebrate. So I would definitely, definitely talk to the friends. The friends have all the power. It's, the, you know, it's the board. You got to consult the board. I'm so happy for you. Thank you for being such a good H bot and loving our girl so well. That is so sweet. And I'm very excited for this next chapter of your guys. Happy, happy life. This person lives in Bali. That's sick. 29. I was the toxic girlfriend. Okay. So I need your advice. I must admit, I was the toxic girlfriend. I know I was not giving it 100%. I do know it was not 100% my fault, but I really felt like I neglected my ex's needs to focus on my career. He was supporting me a lot until he asked me to commit further and I gave him mixed signals. I was the emotionally unavailable one. I didn't accept the love he gave me and that made me very avoidant. I was definitely scared of the commitment. Maybe it was my gut, but I dropped him without really understanding my feelings. This breakup has been horrible and he moved on quite quickly. How do I forgive myself for treating someone I love so poorly? And what tips can you give me to be better for the future? Listen, girl, I'm really proud of you. It's not easy to admit that we've done wrong and we all make mistakes. We're human. We're all dealing with shit inside of ourselves. I'm not condoning like treating people badly, but like you did your best at the time with the information and the feelings that you had, and you can't beat yourself up about it. A couple thoughts. I would say it might be really cathartic for you to write a letter to him, but not even send it to him and just get your feelings out and just kind of say what you said to me and be like, look, I like really just be like, dear, blah, blah. You know, I wish things would have been different. Here's what was going on in my head. Da, da, da. Seriously, the power of a letter that's never sent is insane. Secondly, I would read the book Attached and learn more about your attachment style. Thirdly, I hope that you're in therapy because that can really help you understand things that have gone on in your life, that maybe why you acted that way. Maybe you are feeling, I don't know, I'm making this up, but like maybe for you, you never want to be financially stable. I don't know. I was sorry. That was like my example for myself. But like for me, just well, I'm making a lot about myself, but I think it's helpful to give examples. Like sometimes I work really hard because I just like, I know I never want to be financially dependent on a man. And like, sometimes that's why my career comes before everything. And I like 
I can be kind of harsh. I've definitely been harsh in past relationships. I think in my past relationship, I was definitely a little bit like ballistic and I was like working all the time and I could have been softer and I could have just like taken a breath, but it's because I have this like deep, deep, deep fear of like ever needing anyone else, like especially a man. So, you know, we're all dealing with shit, but it's, if you know it, like knowledge is power, right? So we're figure out what's going on inside and then, and then you'll know for next time. And remember, I love the mantra, speak from the scar, not from the wound. So when you go into your next relationship, you don't be like, oh no, what am I going to do? Am I going to be a bitch again? You know, here I go. Just be like, all right, I know more now. That's every relationship should be, um, should be a step better because we learn and we grow and that's beautiful to grow is to be human. So, okay. This person's from Oregon, Oregon, 29. Turning 30 with besties and need you. Hey, Tinks. I'm sorry if you've discussed this before, but I'm newish to the pod. My two best friends and I are all turning 30 within two weeks of each other. How fun. And for the first time since high school, we are all single at the same time. My question is in two parts. One, can you tell us about your 30th birthday party? What did you do and your thoughts approaching the milestone? Any regrets from that night? Two, if you could tell us three to go on one trip together as best friends, something you've done with your besties, where would it be? And what should we be doing? Love this question. Happy birthday to all you and your besties. That's so fun. My 30th birthday was um, in COVID. It was in 2020 and I had a party. That's bad. I know it was small and I had everyone test everyone. Keep your pants on. It was just like 20 people at a house, Um, but it was in September. So it wasn't like the height of COVID. Okay. Everyone relax. Um, So my 30th birthday was I had a small party at my friend's house because they had a big they had a big house and we had like an outdoor like pool party thing and it was cosmic it was cosmic cowgirl that was the theme I think and um it was really fun I got a bunch of alien d- decor from Amazon and I wore like a mesh bodysuit thing and like a cowgirl hat and there was space themed drinks. It was like out of this world themed. Like it was really cute. And it was just, but it was small because it was still like, you know, we had to have everyone COVID tests and whatever. It wasn't, I had fun, but it was, it was really small. And I actually do have a regret from that night because I was dating this guy at the time. And I was really mean to him. Have you guys ever done that where you, you invite a guy somewhere and then you just like completely ignore him when he gets there? The story is fully in my book. So you should read my book. But, um, Yeah. I regret how I treated him. And he like wrote me a letter afterwards. And he was like, I felt really bad at that party. Like you invited me there. And then you were just like with your friends the whole time. And I felt really bad, which is actually relevant to our last, the the answer I read out before. And you know what? It was just like shit that I had going on on inside and I apologized and all was well, but yeah, I did have regrets. So don't do what I did instead. Spend it with your best friends. That sounds so fun. Okay. I'm thinking about trips to go with on best with best friends. You know, there's different routes you can go. I went to the Bahamas with my college best friends like a couple of years ago. And that was an amazing trip because we rented a house and we just had so much fun and it was like easy breezy. And I'm, I'm in the mood to chill. So that's why I'm recommending that. But if you want to go to a city adventure, um, trip, I would say Mexico city is an amazing, amazing place. It's my favorite food city in the whole world. You will never eat food like you eat in Mexico city. It's also fun. There's so much to do. There's art, there's culture, there's music. You can go see a wrestling match, which is a really fun night to, to do. There's a little bit of everything. And again, I just love the food so much. So that is one option for a beach relaxing vacation and one 
option for a city vacation. Happy, happy birthday. I'm glad you're spending that with your friends. Um, okay, guys, that is me done. I love you all so much. Happy summer. I'll be talking more about summer. You know, you know, I've got to have a summer episode up my sleeve. Um, Hey, if you're enjoying this podcast would mean the world to me. If you shared it with a friend, please, please support my book any way you can. It would mean the world. And uh, I'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye.